We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio on uh, this morning. We will uh, look at Neil's picks. Those are up at rebelgrove.com. You uh, have to be a subscriber to check them out, but that's doable for free until Thanksgiving right now. Eli10 for that promo code. Still good through uh, Saturday night. By the time the game ends, by the time we get off air, somewhere in there is when that uh, that runs out. So that's up at Rebel Grove. Plenty of content from yesterday as well. My 321 is up. There's recruiting. There's stuff. Plenty of air at rebelgrove.com. So uh, check it out. I loaded a podcast from uh, Brian Rippey this morning. It's also in the stream. If you've not uh, not seen that, he spoke to um, Charlie Burris of A to Z Sports. They talked a lot of Josh Heupel, a lot of Tennessee, a lot of football for Ole Miss and the Vols this weekend. So that is in our stream as well as many other things as uh, well. So good morning to you. Podcast brought to you by the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, when you come into town, take advantage of uh, automatically entering to win an official Ole Miss football helmet. You do that by just uh, heading over to the Oxford Exxon. Take a selfie anywhere on the premises. You can pick your background. As long as it has something to do with the Oxford Exxon or Blue Sky, you're automatically entered when you hashtag Blue Sky Rebels and tag Oxford Exxon on the Twitter machine. So take advantage of that, get automatically entered, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. that number, call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's Hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. I'm going to prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Uh, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a uh, great place to enjoy uh, Saturday. A lot of football on the tubes. Until uh, Ole Miss and Tennessee at 6.30 on uh, Saturday night. So before the game, during the game, after the game, whatever the case may be, enjoy rafters, great burgers, po' boys, appetizers, uh, great beer selection, full bar, all of that at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also Rafters New Albany. 
So, uh, plenty of stuff to get to today. Getting into picks in a second. I know Neil's got stuff on his mind. I'm. I, I don't really know why. I feel very edgy this morning. I don't know. I'm a little. I'm a little tense. I'm a little frustrated. Just in general, not necessarily even about anything. Just kinda, I got stuff to say at some point. I mean, I, I I bit my tongue most of the week, and uh, I try. I try not to be the guy that throws the first punch. Uh huh. But once punched. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind a good fight. I, I'm not scared of it. So I mean, people have asked me. Like, I, I'll give you an example, Chase. People have said to me, "Why don't you go out much?" Uh-huh. And and it's a really good answer. I've got a really good answer. It's because when all that crap happened years ago, and stuff happened every time we went out, and it literally happened every time we went out. I caught myself a couple of times saying, like the one guy when he goes, "You want to step outside?" And I went, "Yeah." And I said to myself, how would that have turned out? Yeah, obviously not a good thing. I mean, yeah. And so I I caught myself going, maybe I'm I'm that guy that doesn't like, I don't start a fight, but maybe sometimes I enjoy a fight. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't need to be in a fight. And when those things happened over and over and over, people are like, well, it wouldn't happen now. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I don't think it would happen now. But I understand once you get into a mode. Yeah, and so, you know, and and in this deal, listen, I mean, people, people, it's business. People got to do what business, do what, do what business is. But competition's competition. And when people go, well, it's friendly. No, it's not. I've been involved in friendly competitions. Neil's picks is a friendly competition. (laughs) We make fun of one another. It's fun. Um, Even... Was Jay back in the day? I mean, sure. there are things. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. Well, I mean, that's a great. Claire and Ledger when it was relevant. David Brandt. We're not fighting with DB. You have a you have a you make a great example. When I was covering Auburn, it was super competitive. Yeah. Philip Marshall was at the Huntsville Times. I mean, he was. You talk about connected. Let me tell you something. To the level that would piss you off. Yeah. That yeah, dude yeah. knew everyone at Auburn. Okay. Charles Goldberg. Oh, right. Is a fine reporter. He was at the Birmingham News, which was a powerful newspaper back in the day. And he knew everyone. Jay Tate, you know who Jay is. Jay was a young, hungry whippersnapper at the time. So was I. Troy Johnson in Columbus. There was that was a that was a vicious uh, Ted Miller was at, in Mobile when I started in Birmingham. He did a BSPN, didn't he? he yeah. Covered the Big Ten or something. Yeah, covered the Pac-12 for oh, a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was – but we all got along. We were respectful to one another. I don't think there was ever an attempt to undercut one another, to sabotage one another. And that's why when I got here in 2008, it was so shocking at first. And when I say at first, I mean for the first nine years. Mm -hmm. And so I don't harbor some of the sentimentality towards people that others do. And I don't begrudge that sentimentality. I just don't share it. And so when people do the thing about leading, I'm like, whoa, hold up. There was a day. That day's not today. And I said this repeatedly yesterday. Who benefits from this? The consumer. Absolutely. Yeah, you get more options and more competition, which makes everybody better. I want the Cardinals. I I mean, I like it when the Cardinals and the Brewers lose. 
But if, you, if I'm being honest, I want the Cardinals and the Brewers and the White Sox to all be good baseball teams because that forces the Cubs to be serious. If the Cardinals are good and going to the playoffs, and the Brewers are good and going to the playoffs, and the White Sox are good and going to the playoffs, and the Cubs win 57 games, it's not going to go well at the gate. And you'll have to address it. So I get it. But forgive me if I don't do a, a parade for people today. And there's part of the narrative that I really push back against. I mean, even over the course of the last 10 years, however long you want to you, you, you want to make it at best and, it, and it's frankly it's what complicates it we're just being honest we typically try to be honest with you guys as much as possible we've had a fairly friendly most of the time relationship with ben um yeah we've had i like david fine um i do seems yeah. like a good dude yeah um the problem you have is it doesn't extend all the way up and down the ladder over the years. Yeah. And you also have the issue where by association, when it's a publication that does things to you, everybody gets roped into that publication in both ways, um, positively sure. and negatively. Sure. So it's not even as complicated as, Hey, I really like that guy. Well, he works for that guy or that place or, or whatever it is. And I mean, you know, you saw, look, you saw it with, you saw it with, with Ben a couple of days ago on his show, the one we talked about yesterday when he and David aired grievances about Yancey. The, 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 one of the dumbest cliches or sayings in the world is it's not personal, it's business. Because when it gets underhanded and difficult into this level, there's nothing more personal because it affects your livelihood, it affects your life, Absolutely. it affects your family, it affects everything about what your core principles are to, to, to live. Absolutely. So it's no longer, oh, well, you know, it's cool, it's cool. Love you, but no, 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 <laughs> here's the knife. And I, I, mean, I get that it's business, but it's also personal. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, also yeah, personal. Yeah. I mean, I've had conversations with people, you know, you're aware of some of them. Yeah. Who once coached at Ole Miss, and when they were no longer coaching at Ole Miss, sought me out to apologize. Now, they didn't owe me an apology. But sought me out. I've said this before. Those first three years. Now, once Ole Miss, once that 2010 season began to unwind, the people who were completely tied up with the access, they had to start lying about the beat they covered. And that's the word, by the way. It's a lie. They lied for more than a year about what was going on inside that program. We didn't. And we benefited from it. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference. They weren't just kind of sugarcoating it. No, they lied. A lot. But regardless, those, the, the, you know, had it not been for Chris Vaughn, those first couple of years, who was good to me, who was nice to me, who was kind to me, I mean, I listen, I mean, and it's, and again, there's no, there's no pity party. It's, I've said this before, there's, there's two kinds of dogs. There's the kind of dogs that I have. I mean, Gus and Rizzo aren't going to fare well. They're not living well in the wild. They're not going to do well in the wild. I mean, they get up every morning and Laura feeds them apples and turkey and she pets them and um, all that stuff. I mean, they're they're good. But now the, the dog that's out in the wild learns how to eat or he starves. And so you you learn how to fight a little bit. But I have a problem this week with one thing. Mm-hmm. I really do. I have a problem with making Yancey Porter the sole scope, scapegoat. Or as he would say, the escape goat. Yancey Porter 
they Ben Ben and and uh, David talked about this on Monday at length. Mm-hmm. So this isn't me and Chase talking about it. And I'll be happy to, but yeah, no, they aired it. They aired it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brennan Chapman talked about it on Twitter. Uh, Tyler Siski talked about it yesterday on his podcast, specifically the Peyton Barber situation. Yeah. The home visit, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah, right. Something I think like that's that. right. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, there was that wasn't this. This wasn't new information. Somebody had to employ him. Someone had to enable him. Someone had to encourage him. Someone had to defend him. And let's be perfectly clear. On Monday, when that happened, had CBS Sports or whoever it was that owns 24-7, and I don't mean that as an insult because sometimes I don't know who owns us, whoever it is that owned them, had they not done anything, nothing would have happened. I mean, you saw that from the the message that went all over the internet. Um, you can absolutely buy Inside the Grove. would love to sell it to you. People to holler at my people. Um... No, years and years and years of the same thing. Frankly, Shannon made it very clear yesterday that he made the decision that Yancey would not be part of on three. Otherwise, it's my opinion that he would be. I think that's I have yeah, I have no reason to and believe I think otherwise. I mean, listen, I think it's a valid question. I've asked this of people at Ole Miss. Like, why? You never get an answer. I think it still remains a very valid question. To this day. Mm-hmm. I won't be surprised if on Monday um, Yancey still walks into that press conference as – Because he's the owner of Rebel Yale Hotline. Hosting a show that covers Ole Miss. Yeah. Won't be surprised in the least. I wonder sometimes if the same would apply if you or I did that. and we We won't, I assure you. But I wonder what would happen. I've always kind of wondered. It's a different deal. So when people do the, man, I sure am happy for everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Ben. I'm, I'm happy for David. It's fine. Whatever. David does a good job. But some of the other stuff, I push back a little. I think, it, I think it's what puts you on edge a little bit yesterday. It's what puts me on edge a lot. It's fine. I mean, my attitude is, hey, if we're going to play, let's play. But forgive me if I push back a little bit against this narrative that we're all just kind of one happy family. That's crap. Never really been true. I mean, frankly, even back before you, I mean, I've been around longer. I've been there longer. Um, I mean, you know, the the biggest difference from a from a from a coverage standpoint, the reason that. Well, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, it was done well. We've done a good job. Done things our own way. But I think that's the point in this. I mean, you really look back, and I'm gonna, we'll talk about something else in a minute, But because I know people don't necessarily care about the media side of this. But it's fascinating to me that when you go all the way back, Grant Gannon, Dave Childers, from the very beginning of Rivals, nobody until this regime, frankly, was just doing it their way and had the patience to do it their way long enough for that to matter. Ever like, yeah. I remember talking to Grant at one point, I think, if, if Grant, or tell me if I'm wrong, but everybody always said you can't out-chuck Chuck. But that's what everybody tried to do. Everybody would come to Rivals and Rebel Grove, or at that point, rebelsports.net, or OMSN, or whatever it's been called over the years, and go, hey, I'm going to go 
more fanboy or I'm going to do this or I'm going to try to lean into that same thing. Well, I mean, I call anybody a pig, but that's getting down in the slop and then trying to beat the king. You know what I mean? Like that makes no sense in, on any on any side of it. So that's what's fascinating too is for years and years and years and years you had people leaning in trying to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And I mean. I will good, say, uh, good, Russell, good. thank you for the super chat. Um, we will get probably the week of the Liberty game. I will get Tyler on and let him tell that story. It's on his podcast if you want to hear it. It has something to do with uh, the in-home visit. It has to do with uh, other coaching staffs. One of Peyton Barber's big things was he wanted to be the only running back in the class. Yes. And uh, that was a promise that was made. He really liked Matt Luke, who was recruiting him at the time. Really liked Matt Luke. And his teammate, Carl Lawson, really liked Chris Kiffin. I mean, a bunch. Now, whether they would have gotten Carl Lawson, I don't know. I'm not willing to Yeah, sure. I'm not willing know. to put that in the pot. That would have helped. He would have been a good player, for sure. Uh, Lawson was a pretty good player. Um, but they took the reporting that they were recruiting all these other running backs that, in, tr- in truth, they really weren't recruiting and kept presenting – Peyton Barber's mother with that, other coaching staff, specifically Auburn. And, hey, man, that's fair. It's not dirty recruiting to take printouts. Hey, look what he said. Yeah. Here's, what, here's what their guy reported. He's tied in, and it ultimately cost them Peyton Because Barber. then it becomes, hey, the staff's lying to you. And that's what happened. And they and, weren't lying to him. And so his mother, and my source on this was on the high school football coaching staff, his mother walked into his bedroom on a Friday night and said, we're going to Auburn in the morning. And he said, why? And she said, because we need to listen to their coaches. And before that, it was over. He, was, he had shut it down. Yeah. And people do the, well, they ended up getting um, uh, Wilkins. Yeah, Wilkins. And I get back into process and results. Process and results. Process and results. Yeah. Because at the time, I mean, Jordan had turned out to be a pretty good back, but at the time he was coming off that ACL injury. I mean, everybody in the world was on him early, and then he, he tore that knee up, and it took a while to kind of yeah. get back in it. I mean, Peyton out of high school was the more ready prospect of, sure. the, of, of the two. And, you know, and, and, and listen, this isn't an insult when I say this about Hugh Freeze, but Hugh Freeze was a star chaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He wanted the more stars. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carl Lawson, the only guy that gave tons of trouble. For a full game, and he, he did. He, he gave him a hard time that day. He gave a lot of people a hard time. Yeah. So, um, but you know, where was I going with that? I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, it. We'll bounce around if something comes it, back. It's, we'll, it's kind of just yeah. one of those things, though, that people knew those were problems. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. That was a problem. People were very upset about it at the time. Tyler Siski will tell you that it still bothers him today. Because he wanted Peyton Barber mm-hmm. a lot. Still bothers him today. But nothing happened. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. The one thing that always kind of pissed me off about that, and this is ego coming out, and I don't have a lot of ego. Chase will tell you that. But I got ego here. People would do the thing where they say, oh, well, he's, he's out to get Ole Miss. That's what was always said. It's bad for the program. He's out to get Ole Miss. Listen, if I were a, 
if I were out to get Ole Miss, I'm a good enough reporter that you'd know it. Let's put it that way. I'm a, I'm a good enough reporter. That I'm, I'm a good enough reporter. I promise you that you'd know it. Well, that's been always been a frustrating thing. I mean, nobody ever points to anything, but yet on this side, you can point to several things that coaches would have direct. Yeah, and absolutely, that was a problem. That was a problem. Yeah. that was a problem. Yeah. That was a problem. Um, so, anyway, yeah, we'll go to picks in a second uh, as we uh, leave that portion. We'll come back, but for now, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll leave that portion. Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and at Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're your local underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, a float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662 234 2704 or JLOWE at communitymtg.com. I'll be loading the MPW Digital pregame show for the people who are like, yeah, I do not want to hear about media stuff. I want to hear about football. Well, good. I got about three hours of it headed your way. Ole Miss, Tennessee, SEC, some NFL with Ben Mintz and more. That's all brought to you by Walk On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day. With the taste of Louisiana, dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Coming soon next month, I mean, it's like like about a month from now, Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. And don't forget, uh, in Ridgeland, if you're in the Jackson area this weekend, Highly recommend going to 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland to enjoy the games. You've got games starting at 11 o'clock, really good games. You've got the big 230 game. Kentucky takes its shot at uh, top-ranked Georgia. And then, of course, you've got Mississippi State at 6, Ole Miss at 630. The, all those games will be on the TV. They'll have the sound on. It won't be a bunch of music where you can't hear the game. You'll be able to hear the game. Great food, great beer selection. Uh, it's really cool setting there, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. If you're looking for a way to bet this weekend, a fun way to bet is uh, Brothrow, B-R-O-T-H-R-O-W.com. Go to bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. I'll put that in the stream here in a minute. It's a uh, really cool sports betting network, free to use, no third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends, Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter that promo code Rebel Grove. Get 35% off all the products on the site. Free shipping on $100 or more if your order. Same promo code, uh, DeadSoxy.com. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Check those out at deadsoxy.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 25% off your order. Uh, this time next week, people will be starting to pour into Oxford. That's P-O-U-R, into Oxford. Um, and they'll be tailgating. 7 South tailgating can make it really cool for you. They provide the equipment, secure the spot, set everything up for you. They offer unloading assistance, food and beverage delivery on game day. 7SouthTailgating.com, 662-321-1682. And you want to make sure when you head to the Grove that you are prepared. And when I say prepared, I mean the Game Changer patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. 
All natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com and our promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page. Find out everything going on this week and every week. Next uh, next week, next weekend, Square Jam coming to uh, the Oxford Square. I think the seventh straight year for that, something like that. It's the Ole Miss men's and women's basketball teams in action there in downtown Oxford. Also, uh, Tunes Around Town. They've got uh, Hannah and Carly in the atrium by the Growler. They've got uh, a band of Jones at North Lamar Pocket Park. That's kind of out by Volta. And then Luke and Amy Fisher at Spring Street Cigars. So uh, five to seven for that. Also, double-decker bus tours, as you're aware of. And an adult ticket gets you a ticket, or sorry, a $100 off coupon for Blue Delta Jeans. So visit OxfordMS.com slash events. By the way, there's a question in the thread. It's been on the board and stuff. Uh-huh. If you're if you're an Ole Miss fan this weekend, aren't you cheering for Mississippi State against Alabama? You need Alabama to lose a second game. Well, yeah, 100%. In yeah. the league. And you yeah. still get a shot. Until at, you lose your second game, you're rooting for Alabama to lose. Yeah, once you lose game, a second game, it's probably over. It doesn't matter anymore. But right now, you're, you're wanting Alabama to lose because you get to play. You would control your own destiny. Yeah, because you still play Auburn. You still play uh, Mississippi State. You still play Texas A&M. You have the opportunity to beat those teams yeah, on the field. Yeah, you could win out and be in at that point. You can't beat Alabama on the field. You've already lost to them on the field. LSU's not winning the league. Arkansas's not winning the league. I guess Arkansas would say, well, we're still in it, but they're probably not. Because they're not beating Alabama, and you would lose the top record to everyone, which eliminates you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you if you're an Ole Miss fan – you need Bama to lose. You want Bama you to lose, lose because if you win Saturday and you win again next Saturday against LSU, when you go to Auburn at the end of October, going, well, you know, you win that one and, boy, you wake up and you're kind of in a different, different yeah, spot. Yeah. You want Alabama to lose a game. And look, Alabama only has a certain number of games left, so you want them to lose a game. But the whole, no, I just can't cheer for Mississippi State. I get it. But if your goal is to get to Atlanta and the football gods come down and go, okay, so here's the deal. You get to pick who wins, Alabama or Mississippi State. You're crazy if you don't say State. Yeah. Every time Alabama plays until, they until again, you lose or they went out. Uh, speaking of, Auburn three and a half at number 17, Arkansas, 11 a.m. on CBS. For this one, CBS with doubleheader at 11 at 2.30 instead of 2.30 and at night this week. Uh, and before we get to that, props to uh, – Jeffrey Wright, eight and one against the spread over the week last week. Big, he had big, a big, big week. Big week. He had a big week. Yeah, we're gonna have to take him more seriously now. Yeah, three of the four over five hundred, but Jeffrey at uh, at eight and one there last week against. The I had a nice so. week, but I just I get I get minimized yeah, by what not he that did. kind of week. No, I went six yeah. and three. I felt good about it. Yeah. So eleven o'clock, Auburn three and a half, Arkansas, giving that number to the uh, the Tigers. Neil has Arkansas beating Auburn by seven. I've got Arkansas. I mean, I got Auburn winning the game straight up against the Hogs, uh, which makes me nervous. Jeffrey has Arkansas winning by eight, and then Zach has Arkansas winning by three, which is does not cover. So he actually has uh, Auburn covering, but not winning at three and a half. Zach is uh, threading that needle. He's he's he gets to claim something no matter what. Oh, I told you they were going to win, or hey, I covered. That's a that's a W. So either way, um. I know Auburn can't do to Arkansas what Ole Miss did all the way. I know they don't have the same level of quarterback. 
it's going to be a tough week. If you've got a tough week for Arkansas, it's this week. It wasn't last week. You could put Georgia to bed and move on to Ole Miss. Sure. Losing them with the ball in the air on a two-point conversion and two straight losses, they won enough early to where I don't think they have that psyche of, hey, we're still learning how to win, per se. But I do think this is the week to go, hey, no, got to go right here. Got to go, got to go, got to go a little bit. And I think what he told his team this week, matter of fact, I'm pretty damn sure of it, is, hey, we went on the road and did everything we could do to win a game, executed the plan. We just got beat by the best player in the country. We won't play him again. We put that level of effort together each week. There's no Matt Corral on these other teams. And I think his team just buys him. Maybe there comes a day when they don't, but if you were in Vault Hemingway or you watched that game last week, there's absolutely no doubt those kids play for Sam Pittman. I mean, throw that oh, sure, throw yeah. that out. They play. So I think they'll show up. They'll get a home crowd. They hadn't been home in a while. Auburn's a intriguing team because Auburn has a physicality about them that a lot of teams just don't really have. It's like I was talking to someone yesterday about Ole Miss's schedule who said, I said, what game sticks out that bothers you? And without hesitation, he said, Auburn. Their physicality presents some matchup issues for Ole Miss. Um, but we'll see. Should be a Listen, that should be a really fun game. There are some games in the league this week that are super intriguing, and it starts with that one because it's the first game. I mean, I think Alabama, we're going to talk about it in a minute, I think Alabama-Mississippi State's intriguing. I think Ole Miss-Tennessee is intriguing. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of storylines this week, as you might expect. Yeah, Grind said Auburn's beating Arkansas five in a row. I guess that doesn't make sense because Arkansas's kind of sucked lately. Well, so last year was kind of. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like four and a half. Yeah. I'm not giving any full credit on that one. I'm yeah, just, I don't just, know. Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I saw. Yeah. Uh, going to the Big 12 for our next game, number 12, Oklahoma State. Maybe the least talked about top 15 in history. I mean, nobody ever yeah. mentioning anything about Oklahoma State. They are getting five points at number 25, Texas, 11 a.m. on Fox. Big noon kickoff there for, uh, for Fox this weekend in Austin. Uh, Neil and I both have Texas covering this game. Jeffrey has uh, Oklahoma State covering. Texas winning, but Oklahoma State covering. He says the 2000, since 2017, a favorite ranked between 20 and 25 is just 4-8-1 and one against the spread against a team ranked between 10 and 15, if that means anything or not. I don't know, but nonetheless, that is, uh, that's what he says. And then uh, Zach also has Texas covering this game, so Jeffrey being the lone, uh, the lone difference there in that, uh, in that pick. I, to be a top 25 matchup, I have very little interest in this game. I don't know that I'll spend a second on it. There's just nothing about this game that sticks out to me from uh, for Saturday at all. Nope. Texas is it's fun at times, but this doesn't feel like one of those. Uh, number 20, Florida, minus 10 at LSU, 11 a.m. ESPN, three 11 a.m. games here. Um, look, everybody taking Florida to cover. Take LSU at your own peril at this point because they do not appear to be giving max effort, and they are pretty banged up right now. So Watch the stands. Watch the crowd. See if they give you some overhead shots. I mean, this is all the next eight days or so is all about 
decision to make. Ed Orgeron will not be LSU's coach next year. So the question is, will he be LSU's coach next week? Will he be LSU's coach next month? Is it worth it to make a decision? Do you just let him finish it out? Do you owe him that because he won a national championship? Those are the questions they're asking. Is there someone on the staff who could babysit the final month of the of the of the year? Eli Ricks yesterday is announced out for the season. No one mentioned an injury. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. It wasn't. Hey, he's got an ankle, got a hamstring, got a knee. Nope, just not available for the rest of the season. So he either did something or he opted out. And either way, it's a sign that your program is not particularly stable in the middle of October. And I don't know where they go. I don't think they can beat Florida. I don't think they can beat Ole Miss. I don't think they can beat Alabama. Chase, I'm not sure they can beat Arkansas. I don't think they can beat Texas A&M. It's a mess. And now there's a lot of talk about what kind of coach do you need. All of that need a guy who's pretty clean off the field, needs need to stabilize. All that talk starting to happen in Baton Rouge because this Title IX thing is so scary for them. Eleven o'clock. Team has done this. Fifty-five thousand. Yeah, I mean, which is half full. It's a disaster. If you look at it from an LSU perspective, from a gate loss standpoint, it's disastrous. And they get a two thirty game next week, but it's on the road. Mm-hmm. And have a chance in that game because man, they can't run the football. They, like, for all of the talk about Arkansas was a – remember Pete said Arkansas is a matchup yeah, a yeah, yeah. nightmare for Ole Miss, and they kind of were? Yeah. LSU's a matchup dream. Mm-hmm. An erratic quarterback, bad offensive front, can't run the ball. It's a dream come true Difference makers falling off on defense by the day. I mean, there, there's all those guys in the secundary that you were like before the season, like Ricks yeah. and Stingley, they're gone. Yeah. Don't particularly get to the quarterback particularly well. It's a dream come true matchup for Ole Miss. It's one of the reasons that this game Saturday night is so big for Ole Miss because if they can win it, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, you get that momentum going into Auburn, and I think you need momentum going into Auburn to be able to pull that off. Here, everybody going the same way. That's not shocking. Number 21, Texas A&M, minus eight at Missouri in Columbia, also 11 o'clock, SEC Network in this one. Look, if Missouri gets spunky and does something great, but you've got to think A&M's going to lean on them and lean on them and lean on them all day long and run the football against a completely porous defensive front side. I would think so. It's why Speaking of matchups, boo. Well, right now half the league is or more is a bad matchup for Missouri. It's why they're losing the way they are. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's why if you're worried about the A&M hangover, will there be one? Sure. Of course. But it won't matter because running the ball is pretty consistent. Yeah, Line up, run it. Yeah, that's... Let's run this play. And then you get momentum by running the ball. We talk about Georgia and pythons. It feels like A&M can kind of be a python a little bit on... Well, I mean, on if I'm Saturday. Isaiah Spiller, I was, I've was i been in Columbia since Tuesday morning. I mean, like, right, he's standing on the field like someone hand me the ball. Because I'm going to run for 300 yards. Yeah, because they suck. I can't stop anyone. There'll be a hangover, but sure, it feels. But I don't think it's going to be a, de- a debilitating hangover. No. I don't Plus, think. if you're A&M, right, 
suddenly by beating Alabama, your loss to Arkansas, it's not the end of the world anymore. Mm-hmm. All of your SEC championship hopes are still alive. I mean, they are. Yeah. I mean, if you're in that room and you're Jimbo Fisher and you're talking to your guys, well, they got two losses in the league. Yeah, they're, the league-wise, they're, they're, they're screwed. But you're still telling them, hey, guys, guess what? Guess what? We still get – okay, so I'm looking at the standings, right? They they beat Alabama. Has A&M played Auburn yet? No. Okay. Still get Auburn. Still get Ole Miss. They lost to Mississippi State, but you know he's telling them they're going to lose games. They lost to Arkansas, but Arkansas's got two losses already. So and one, hasn't played Alabama. Right. And they still get LSU. I mean, if you're Jimbo Fisher, you're telling your guys, hey, look, if we'll just uh, put that game into capsule form and take it every week, we can get to Atlanta. Need Bama to lose. It's not exactly far fetched. You need yeah. Alabama to lose one game. Yeah, essentially the same argument as Ole Miss. Absolutely. Yeah. The two thirty game, which is crazy of a line for a game between two top eleven opponents, number eleven Kentucky plus twenty two and a half at number one Georgia two thirty CBS. Just couldn't couldn't do it. I could not take the points in this one. Laying them with the uh, the Bulldogs. You are too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey talks about nothing but Georgia blowing them out and then can take Kentucky to cover. So I don't know, but it's tricking you with his words. Well, 31 to 10 is a cover for Kentucky, yeah. even though it's 31 to 10. Um, he said, he did say since 2017, Kentucky is six and one against the spread at home against an underdog as an underdog in SEC play. So, but they're not at home. They're six, seven and one as a road underdog, including one, three and one against the spread. When the spread is more than 14 and a half points. He, he goes about a lot of history, which you hate. You guys go about it completely the opposite it's way. It's funny. Every time I watch Georgia play, I don't think. Those guys are thinking about history right now. Yeah. You know they blew one in 2011? Did, did you see that? Their um, defense is like the biggest python with fangs. Yeah, I told Neil I was when I woke up this morning. I was reading a story from five thirty eight where they were saying that they're on track to be the number one defense of all time because a you can't compare what offenses they're seeing to offenses of the nineteen seventies or something. It's just impossible to do that given the way that the the, the, the ball's different. But statistically, in in the in this millennium, we'll say century, whatever. Um, Alabama 2011 is widely regarded as the best defense during that time period. And on multiple statistics, Georgia is either ahead or right there with that 2011 team. They're they're allowing like 5.3 points a game or something like that um mm-hmm. to this to this point. I think Alabama allowed 11, I mean 8 um for the season in 2011, but um nonetheless, yeah, they're 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 right on pace. And are doing it because in 2021 things are different with you know tons of defensive backs and stopping the pass yeah. and that's what's also kind of fascinating is they both get to the exact same place but the way they are engineered and lined up both run by Kirby Smart Georgia Alabama and eleven completely different relevant to the offenses that they were facing at the time because in eleven you were still getting the smash mouth stuff through the uh, through the deal because that was the Alabama team that lost to LSU 9 to 6 in that game and then won 21 to nothing in the uh the national title game. Yeah, it's so much of Georgia, so much of like today teams have a lot of success with tempo, but tempo doesn't work when you're behind the chains. Mm-hmm. And so much of Georgia's success on first down defensively is what's dictating everything because everybody's behind schedule. 
your first and 11, your second and 11, second and 12, second and nine, third and eight and worse. Not a lot of plays in the playbook for third and 15 that really work, and especially against teams that can get pressure. Because you also are having to still pick up those extra yards against them. Yeah. And so they take away everything in the back because they're so good back there. They put a lot of pressure on you, so you're forced to just dump it off, and you get a little six-yard dump-off pass on third and 13, and you're punting. Well, it's why it wasn't, a, it wasn't a white flag, and it meant they just couldn't do anything is the reason for this. But really early in the game, Arkansas against Georgia started trying to go side to side and do all these swings and stuff, and you're just never going to beat them to the edge. They're 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 too damn fast. Yeah, no, and, and they couldn't get inside on them, so they went, okay, let's start going outside. Well, good team luck. I mean, it's, it's sometimes you see an SEC team get intimidated. Arkansas yeah. got intimidated that day, and then they got suffocated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was over at the punt, the punt block, and I mean, it was over before that. Yeah, it was but over that was the. That. It was it was over at fourteen nothing. Yeah. In that game. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So call the office for details. Get the best under and around. Again, that's 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by ACS. It's established in 2013. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator based in Baldwin, Mississippi, full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Alan Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, or Ole Miss graduates, they utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with roughly 75 zero-lot-line residences, with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity, give BB and Sam a call at 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Go to their site, um, click on the uh, virtual tailor, and you can be fitted and design your very own jeans. You'll absolutely love them, and we'll make you love them even more by entering the promo code REBELGROVE at uh, checkout at BlueDeltaJeans.com for 10% off. Your purchase. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford has been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, whatever the case may be, they've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. We'll have hand-raised guys tonight. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. 
uh, and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and service. Just yesterday, um, when this house was built, it was before we moved into it, the air filters were put like in the craziest place you could put an air filter. It's very hard to get to. Yesterday, the people from Comer came, changed our air, air filters, checked our heating unit, made sure it was working. Uh, all of that stuff, it's a level of service you just don't get everywhere. But you get it with Comer and you get it with Southern. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, DeSoto County, that area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Zach Barry and I are going to tape a um, soft verbal later this morning, actually about right around noon. It's brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. Uh, if you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. And Martin Palomo and I will be taping a uh, Mind on My Money later this morning as well. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. Don't forget, it's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates for all your real estate needs here in the Oxford area. It's nickstanoxford.com. Go to the website, see multiple ways to find your next home. You can speak to an agent. You can uh, do plenty of things there on the website with Nick's Tan. There's weekly sponsors in my 321 content item. You can uh, find that on the site at rebelgrove.com. Click the link or click it in my signature as well. And you can uh, head on over and get started on your uh, your next home. NickStanOxford.com, 662-281-1200, and tell them Rebel Grove sent you when you do. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm talking, laughing, doing yeah, things yeah. all at once. Vanderbilt plus 19 and a half. Had to bite a tongue right yeah, there, huh? Uh, yep. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt plus 19 and a half at South Carolina, 3 p.m. SEC Network. If you say so. Not watching this one. If I am, it means Kentucky Georgia is not watchable. So you just go, eh, what's up for a minute? I think Vanderbilt winning is the only reason why you would turn it over with five minutes to go. Yeah, I think, you would. You would turn it to watch Vanderbilt win. Yes. But so my plan is to get up, get a workout in, all that stuff. Watch the early games because there's intrigue in the early games. And then I'm going to give Georgia, Kentucky a sh- a chance to win my attention. And if they don't, I'm going to make myself take a nap. Mm-hmm. Because I am intrigued, obviously, in the 6.30 game. Because sure. I've got to talk about it and write about it. But I want to watch the beginning of the 6 o'clock game. But there is that middle of the day window this week where I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. Like, I'm not sure Kentucky can make it more entertaining than Georgia. Than There's Arkansas. a period of time where you go, all right. I kind of expect it to look like Georgia, Arkansas. Yeah. And so I just don't know how entertaining that's going to be. Yeah. Number five, Alabama, minus 17 and a half at Mississippi State in Starkville, 6 p.m. ESPN. Here is anybody taking State? No, no, no. No. Everybody taking Alabama to cover against the Bulldogs. Um, Told me it's a game for a minute. Wouldn't be stunned here. Um, no. I, I, Alabama's I, a little discombobulated right now. State's good on defense. It's a worrisome sign for Alabama moving forward to finish the year that they had to throw the ball 56 times. 
last week. I'd go beyond worrisome. I mean, that's, that's not the alarming. That's not the path. They got whipped up front. My gut says Bama does what Bama does. I just kind of wonder a little. They probably get healthy and just roll them and move on. Like probably what happened. I know they rolled over Ole Miss. I'd love to see what would have happened if Ole Miss had converted that very first drive. Seven and zero. Go seven zero. Get up seven. How does that change the tone of the game? And obviously, it doesn't work like that. Because instead, you gave them the momentum play, and then they're rolling. Right. And it's, you couldn't stop it once it started heading downhill. But I remember what Florida did to them for a half, and I remember what Texas A&M did to them for three quarters the other night. And you can't help but wonder a little. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that the air dump off works against Alabama. I just don't know that that works. Can they push it down the field? Can they drive it down the field? And Rodgers is playing well, but can they get into the second and third level? I, I don't – beating Alabama by stretching the field horizontally doesn't work. No. It's – damn. It's vertical. Press. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, give Calzada some credit here. He it's made some throws. real throws the other Those day. Those two last drives were incredibly good. Number 13, Ole Miss, minus three, Tennessee – 630 SEC Network, Neyland Stadium. Somebody, uh, buddy sent me a text a minute ago. The line has jumped on the over-under. Uh, it's now at 82 and a half <laughs> in this one. So we're up over 80 for an over-under. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, nobody expecting any defense here, Cats. So it's, it is it is what it is. I mean, how can you? How can you, you know, look at what I mean, Missouri moved the ball against Tennessee. I know the score looks really lopsided, but Missouri moved the ball. Ain't no Matt Corral in Missouri. Ole Miss is going to score a lot of points. They're going to get a lot of yards. Yet, it's hard to completely disregard what happened at Vaught Hemingway last week. That Arkansas put up 51. Ole Miss put 52 points up, and they won and by one point. took every one damn point. one of them. Yeah. Arkansas had 676 yards of balanced offense. It is what it is. It's hard to... It's impossible to disregard that. And Alabama ran the football at will the week before. Tennessee likes to run. You'll enjoy the session with Pete. He he talks through it. Pete loves the open. I mean, the over. I love the over. Even at 82? Man, if you told me this game was 54 to 41, I'd buy it. I think Ole Miss wins, and I think they score a ton of points, but I think it's a track meet. You wrote about track meet yesterday, and I I think you're right. If you say, paint me a scenario where this is a low-scoring game, it becomes a very laborious task. I think the two things that have gone wrong – or not two things that have gone wrong, but two things to play in from yesterday, and I I wrote about this yesterday. You can find it at rebelgrove.com, is that Lane Kiffin was concerned on Monday. Neil asked him the question about – how many plays were getting run against his defense. Arkansas ran 95 plays on Saturday. A.J. Finley played 95 plays. Otis Reese played 95 plays. Chance Campbell played like 87 plays. Yeah. Multiple dudes played in the 70s. Sam Williams, Tashim Johnson, maybe Dean Leonard, I think, maybe played 70-something right. plays. And then plays. a handful played in the 60s. That's a lot of plays. It's a lot of plays. And Tennessee is going to run as many – 
plays as it humanly can run. They move as fast or faster than Ole Miss. Yeah, you'll hear it in the MPW Digital pregame with Pete. He went and broke it down their first, I think, 15 plays against South Carolina. It's freaking remarkable how fast they go. They average 79 plays per game. And that includes a couple blowouts where at the end there was no reason to do anything stupid. Yeah, no, they go really fast. And Ole Miss wants to go really fast. So we're talking, I mean, Katie Hill had to play 63 nose tackle snaps last week. Yeah. That's a humongous number. Compared to, I pulled it up from the board a few week, a few days ago. I pulled up Georgia against Auburn and what they did on defense. And now they've got some defensive backs that play a lot of plays. Not all the plays, but a good many plays. But their interior linemen, I mean, it's 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 not like that. It's it's pretty streamlined. They they're rotating. They got dudes. You're not when you're not wearing anybody out at that point. I mean, I think Georgia played. I want to say Georgia played twenty four players at least like twelve snaps, something like yeah. that. Somewhere in that in, in that realm. So it's 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 worth noting. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, let's see what do we got. Uh, one game to go. You criticized me putting this game on, but I did it so that we would have just a little A little interest, extra something? A little interest in it when it's on the screens at midnight when we're talking to people. Hopefully, think we're going to need the caffeine pick me up a little bit there? When it's, it's certainly it's, possible that we need okay. a little incentive. Number 18, Arizona State, minus one at Utah, 9 p.m. ESPN. This thing will be wrapping up about the time we're done on, uh, on, on Saturday night. I would think so. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Neil is a huge Sun Devils fan. He is uh he, 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 have he, a soft he's spot. riding with ASU against Utah here. I've always kind of had a soft spot for Arizona State. Why? I don't know why. Kinda, I like their uniforms. Kind of crazy West party school. Maybe so. Maybe so. Spent about eight days out in Tempe back back in the day when I was covering the Fiesta Bowl and just kind of liked it. Tempe was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll go with the Devils. Okay. See what happens. Although this game's in Utah and it's going to be cool. Oh. So might be a weather might even be a factor. Jeffrey taking Utah and then Zach taking Arizona State as uh, as well here in uh, in this one. So whatever, it's all it's all good. Yeah, Arizona State's never been one of my one of my soft spot teams. I'm, I'm I don't have much much interest in there. Who are your soft spot teams? Do you have them? I mean, sure. I mean, like taking out like the two lane or something because that's sure. like. But the the major conferences. Um, Is there a team in the Power Five you catch yourself cheering for when they're on TV? Yeah, um, you know. What's funny about that is I actually find myself, and I, I don't know what this says about me. I find myself disliking more teams than I personally like. Like mm-hmm. I find myself almost watching a game, going, "Okay, who do I who do I kind of hate between these two? Who who would I like to see sure. that team lose who would you like at to see, some point?" Who, there, who's yeah? yeah who, who there, do you there's see something lose? about that where because because a lot of my like infatuation is more with like small schools like Tulane. I kind of like SMU a little bit, like sure. just that kind of thing where it's. Hey, let the let the, let the Cinderella grab one right there. I mean, I mean, I was pretty locked in on Tulane, Oklahoma, just hoping Pratt could pull off that final drive. That would have been hilarious. I mean, yes, that was that that, that was that was that, that was good stuff. Um, I don't find myself disliking Oklahoma as much as most people do. Mm-mm. I don't have a real negative vibe over Oklahoma at no, all. No, I kind of like Oklahoma for some reason. Um, I like Wisconsin. If Wisconsin plays, yeah. I pull for Wisconsin, kind of. 
Now it's not anywhere near your Iowa situation, but I mean it's 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 it's, it's there. Yeah. We're gonna whip it's, Purdue this week. Just destroy them. It's a matchup of the black and gold. Mm-hmm. But one's a little better than the other. One's a lot better than the other. You think your uniform's better than Purdue's? No question. <laughs> no, Purdue's uniform kind of like would fit in in the in the MAC a little bit. Like it's got a it's got a it's got a bit of a small school. I've gotten Carson to, to promise that he'll take a visit to Iowa. Just a visit. Not gonna go. Probably probably can't afford it, but. Do they play men's soccer? I don't think so. Are they not? I don't know. Indiana plays men's soccer. Do they really? Yeah. I don't know if Iowa plays men's soccer or not. That's a good question. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't think the Big Ten would be a huge men's soccer thing. Um, I used to kind of pull for Oklahoma State a little bit, but Gundy gets on my nerves more now. Yeah. He started wearing on me to where I've stopped that. It's it, it's no longer a thing for for whatever reason or not reason. Hey, what'd you think of the student reporter at Oklahoma? Avery brings it up in the thread. I don't know how you criticize the kid. He's in a public space. And he uses binoculars, and then he gets the kid's dad on the phone. It's a great get. For anybody who's been under a rock, Oklahoma okay. cancels practice the rest of the week because the OU no, Daily canceled, is there. Canceled all media. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. All media. After the OU Daily, I guess, football beat writer, their student paper, Went to it was a it's a room it's it's where actually the broadcast students have their offices or whatever because I saw on Twitter everybody said from the second floor of that building you can see into the into the practice field at Oklahoma yeah grab binoculars looked in saw that the the kid for Oklahoma the number two quarterback the freshman was taking first team reps called Spencer Rattler's dad got quotes on it great quotes extensive quotes. I mean, I mean, kudos. Yeah, young what's fella. the problem? Like, we're good. I mean, everybody else on the beat was like, "Hey, it man, shows you an issue with Lincoln Riley because he yes. had the blow up with with Kerry earlier in the year. You got this going on. Oklahoma puts film on certain windows around campus that can't potentially look into any football thing. I mean, we're and this guy's going to be an NFL. Yeah, you're coach? missing the you're missing the forest for the trees to a point that is that is hard to. Uh, <coughs> he didn't apologize, did he? If so, why? And who made him? Oh, I hope not. Why would you apologize? Oh, no, it's really good reporting. It's good work. Not his fault. No, it's good work. Like I said, props, man. I mean, good job. It, would, it wouldn't be a good job if you didn't get the quotes. Or you just went, hey, I saw this and here's what happened. It's kind of, okay, cool. I mean, got it. We've watched snaps and warm-ups and not necessarily mean a damn thing. Yeah. When you go out and you only see 15 minutes of practice. But you turned it into you, content. Yeah, yeah. When you go watch 15 minutes of practice and you come back with 100 observations, you have no context at all. Yeah. But in this case, he had context because he calls the dad, and the dad yeah. had obviously talked to his son, and he was able to really put context to what he saw. Yeah. It's really well done. Yeah. And Spencer Rattler's leaving. And probably not for the NFL. He's gonna have to do the grad transfer thing. You think he's gonna play a year? I do. You really do? I do. I mean, his stock. Lane probably taken. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> and in fact, if you asked me to put a list together, Ole Miss would Ole be Miss on would the short list. Old yeah. Miss would be on the short list. There's no doubt about that. Ole Miss is going to need a quarterback in the transfer portal. Yeah. Um, 
whether they sign a high school phenom or not, mm-hmm. you're going to want another quarterback in the transfer portal. Yeah, and so Spencer Rattler would would be one of a handful of guys who would make some sense. And Ole Miss would make a ton of sense for Spencer Rattler because he would look at it and go, well, you sure did a wonder, wondrous job for Matt Corral. Yeah, let's go. And I need some rehab. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery. The uh, Rebels back in the Grove next week, and you can have them cater your tailgate. They'll deliver right there to you. Makes it easy, makes it simple, and all they need is 24 hours notice. 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Charcuterie trays that feature uh, cured meats, cheeses, citrus marinated olives, house mustards, fruit, and much more. They also have plenty of artisanal cheese choices. They have salads. They have sandwiches. They have desserts, including the buttermilk hand pies, the cannolis, the cheesecake dip, and much more, as well as the spiced honey and plenty other extra add-on items also. So 662-419-9201 or johnstonhillcreamery.com. Will Burns says Spencer Rattler would be tailor-made for the offense, you know. We're also brought to you by uh, John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about uh, traveling holiday season, it'll be here before you know it, like two months until Christmas. Just amazing. Uh, Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that will make your special trip one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, look no further than Grenada Nissan. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Also brought to you by uh, Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial and residential family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. Picks are up, as we've been talking about, on rebelgrove.com. They are brought to you by Service Specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialists has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in uh, Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, whatever, contact service specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to them. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Mississippi's a small state. Service specialist always, always knows about jobs that never get advertised. They always know about candidates who are out there who are not wanting to make it super public so if you're a prospective employer you ought to get in touch with service specialists as well no referral fees for those searching for a job either so you've got nothing to lose call them at 662-832-5138 or go to service specialist ltd.com brought you by alpha specialties they're your trailer specific professional 1670 highway 80 in pearl mississippi if you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. They've got load trail. They've got Hallmark cargo trailers. They've got spare tires and wheels starting at just $100, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, uh, a yearly inspection service uh, available, also their full-service repair shop where they can repair all types of trailers, 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. Brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers, and they've got all the designers Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Duckhead, True Grit, Halsey, and so many more at The Rogue. 
It's therogue.com or 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Joey Erickson. Hair and Gear Autoplex. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 662-571-2367 or 1685 High Street in Jackson. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy. That's 662-236-2222. We always tell you they deliver locally in the Oxford area. I use them uh, for all my pharmacy needs. My uh, credit card expired. Pretty easy to uh, renew that, get back in uh, in business, call them, update everything, and they get deliveries right back at you. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to go. Make it simple to you. Get it to you. So, again, they deliver locally in the Oxford area. That's 662-236-2222. They are also are Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. Uh, let's see. What's our NFL game tonight? Ooh. Tampa and Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Bucks and Eagles. That is the 4 and 1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the 2 and 3 Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule for this week. Why don't I go to nfl.com? It's the worst. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I've been there for anything. Uh, I got Miami and Jacksonville as the Sunday AM game in London. Oh, that's a dog of a game. Uh, Kansas City and uh, Washington, the Rams and Giants, two one and four teams. Houston, Indy. Detroit looks for its first win against Cincinnati. Detroit's in the Matt Corral watch at this point. Mm-hmm. Need a quarterback. Green Bay at Chicago. It's got a chance to be a good game. Chargers at uh, the Ravens, two four and one teams. A couple of three and two teams in Carolina, Minnesota, and the Panthers get together. Five and zero Arizona looks to go six and zero against Cleveland. That's a Sunday afternoon game. That's a good game. Uh, Vegas and Denver, two three three and two teams. Uh, Dallas is at New England. Seattle and Pittsburgh battle of two and three teams in the uh, Sunday night game. And then four and one Buffalo at the uh, Titans, the three and two Titans Monday night at seven fifteen. That'd be a that's a chance to be a good game as well. Also in baseball, you get game five between the Giants and the Dodgers, the best two teams in baseball tonight. Eight oh seven for that for the uh, the task of going to eliminate the Atlanta Braves in the NLCS. So so Dodgers and Giants tonight. Those both those teams. Uh, I think there's two hundred and twenty combined wins. In that series for for uh, before before Game Five tonight, it will obviously take a 111th win for the Dodgers to uh, advance. It's the second most I saw this morning. It's the second most combined wins in any post postseason series at any point um, in baseball history. The Yankees and the Padres in their World Series, there were like 228 wins oh, wow. between them. So I, I think this is the the second most Giants and Dodgers. What's the pitching matchup tonight? tonight. I don't know. Um, let's I'm see. looking for it. It's uh, Joe Kelly. No, it's Webb versus uh, Urias. Oh, that was Game Four. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eight oh seven Central. Yeah. Eight oh seven. God, that means eleven thirty. Yeah, I don't know that I can make it. Yeah, that's. But that game has a chance to be good enough to get me to make it. If it's close late, I mean that's back in back in the bay for game for game five. Yeah. 
And then two really good teams. Boston and Houston start on Friday for game one. Obviously Saturday for game two, and then obviously we don't know who uh who is playing the Braves yet, but the winner will start on Saturday as well. Yeah, I was just looking it up. Wow. Yeah. You got all that on Saturday. If you like sports, Saturday's a good day. Yeah, that's the day. Actually, next week is one of the best weeks in all of sports. You have the two championship series. Yeah. The NBA starts. The NHL's going. Uh, NFL is heading into the week seven. And college football is getting real. Mm-hmm. Plenty. It's a damn good week. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. like sports, next week is awesome. NBA starts Tuesday. You have any thoughts on the whole Kyrie thing? I mean, I've got mad respect for someone who, whether you agree with them or not, who stands up for a, a principle and walks away from that kind of money. When when Colin Kaepernick did it, we all went, "Wow!" Yeah. Whether you agreed with Kaepernick or not, everybody would say, "Well, it takes real principle to do that." It also kind of shows you the level of player. And it shows you the difference in that from the standpoint of Kaepernick was not a starting quarterback. You know what I mean? Like that it was a little more expendable from a team standpoint. Whereas so much of the news here has been, yeah, obviously the political nature of the vaccine and everything else, but also, God, he's leaving that team and he's that dude. He's the starting guard on the team that's probably the prohibitive favorite to win the NBA title. Yeah. And he's not going to be with his team. Because he was not, he would not have been allowed to play home games. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Right. Or against the Warriors or the Knicks. The financial consequences, I know I do not want to even do that, but it's the reality that in order to be in New York City, in order to be on a team, I have to be vaccinated. I chose to be unvaccinated, and that was my choice. And I would ask you all to just respect that choice. I'm going to continue to stay in shape, be ready to play, be ready to rock out with my teammates and just be part of this whole thing. This is not a political thing. This is not about the NBA, not about any organization. This is about my life and I'm what I am choosing to do. So whether you agree with that stance or not, I think there's a certain degree of respect that you have to have for it. Well, because you are giving it up. I mean, it's not, hey, yeah, I'm going to say all this and I'm just going to continue to do the same thing. I mean, no, there's a, there's a right or wrong, there's a consequence to what he's doing and he is choosing to sure. stand up for whatever he believes in for that, you know, in, in, in the face of that consequence, I guess I should say. You know, I mean, and before anybody does that deal, I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. Yeah. I'm not anti-vax. Four-fifths of my family is vaccinated. If Irving misses every game this season, including preseason games, along with the two regular season games against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden, he could lose over $17 million, according to ESPN's Bobby Marks. Irving is also eligible to sign a four-year, $187 million extension with Brooklyn. So, first chance, we'll see. So you wonder if, do the Nets try to trade him? Would a team who doesn't play in that restrictive of an area be amenable? How does the league look at it? There are so many elements to that story that I think are, are really interesting. And I also think it's a... I think it's kind of a potential it's a potential turnoff for fans that they that this is this constant storyline, right? Mm-hmm. I mean we talk about this one of the reasons people love college football. I really believe this. People turn on college football and you get a game. Yeah. You don't get all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You get a game. 
Yeah, he closes it and says, nobody's hijacking this voice. See if they play this on their TV channels, if they play their, this actual truth somewhere before you start talking about me and what I'm doing in my life. I know I'm not retiring. I know I'm not going and I'm leaving this game like this. I'm not leaving this game like this. There's still so much work to do. Says so he'll stay in shape and see what yeah. happens. So Interesting. Yeah. Uh, back with you tonight. Hand raised guys around seven o'clock for uh for that one. We'll watch some NFL. We'll watch some Major League Baseball at eight once it uh once it has a first pitch as well. Again, check rebelgrub.com. Eli ten is the code to get it free until yep. Thanksgiving. If you are not a subscriber, if you would like to give it a shot, we'd love to uh to have you. So take advantage of that. And don't forget today on the uh on the thread on on the stream, we'll have soft verbal podcast. Okay. Uh, then I will load the MPW Digital pregame show so that you guys will have time to consume it. Um, last week, the postgame show had like 6,000 views or something, so we'll yeah. make sure we get the pregame show up to you in plenty of time to see it. So that'll be up this afternoon. If you want to enjoy it, quote, live, end quote, you can. Probably around 2, 2.30 when it goes up. And um, But if you want to enjoy it taped, it'll be ready for your consumption as early as tonight. So, anyway, have a good day. We will talk to you again tonight.